If you have any questions about the book, or you want me to read something, or you want a shout out, or if you just want to contact me, you can email me at moonthenightwing12 at gmail.com. The email will be in the description. Now back to the book. Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. Today we're reading Chapter 12 of Wings of Fire, The Darth Secret. As they approached the firelight, Starfight's dread grew heavier and heavier. Loud dragon voices spilled from the cave, along with a column of smoke that rose from a hole in the stone wall. What if someone's on watch? Starflight whispered when they were a few lengths away. They all froze. Starflight searched the darkness around them with his eyes, trying to move as little as possible. Lightning flashed, and Starflight's heart seized up. Perched on a cliff atop above them was a dragon with enormous wings staring out to sea. There, he whispered. Surely he could see them. Why hadn't he called out to warn the other soldiers? Starflight squinted at the shape at the rise of fall of its shoulders and the curve of its neck, and he realized that it was a, that the guard was asleep, despite the rain pouring down on him, despite the booming thunder, despite his whole jaw being to stay awake. We're all right, he whispered to the others. They crept toward the cave, staying close to the shadow now. A wooden door blocked the entrance. Wait, Starflight whispered. Flame paused with his front talons raised to knock. He frowned at Starflight. Let's be smart about this, Starflight said. We don't know have to we don't have to charge in. Let, let's listen for a minute and see if we can hear anything that might be useful. Fine by me, or Orchard shrugged with a sh- said with a shrug. But it's wet out here, Squid grumbled. Flame and Viper exchanged glances, and then, to Starflight's surprise, they both nodded. Perhaps fear made them more agreeable. The two of them put their ears to the wooden door, so he. The two of them put their ears to the, up to the wooden door, so he crept along the wall and crouched below the smoke hole. He tried to arrange his wings in a way that would shield him, at least a bit, from the rain. They, there seemed to be several arguments going on inside. Starflight could only catch snatches of what, of one that seemed to be closest to the fire. If Queen Glory says we can return to the palace, you better believe I'm going home, growled one dragon. You? You'd be obeying the orders of a false queen, snarled another. Queen Scarlet is still alive, and she'll have us all killed if we abandon our post. Then where is she? challenged a third voice. What kind of queen leaves her kingdom in chaos like this? It's not chaos, we have Ruby now, said the first voice, and she says we can leave. But Queen Burn says we shouldn't, said another dragon. She's not our queen, snapped one more, more than one voice. That's enough. No one's going anywhere today, boomed some authoritative sounding. Boomed someone authoritative sounding. The hubbub of forces stilled. Not in this storm. We'll discuss it again tomorrow. After a moment, a murmur of rumbling and muttering started, but nothing that Starflight could pick out. He crept back to Flame and Viper. Use, useless, Flame hissed. Perhaps not, Starflight said. Did you hear how some of them are dissatisfied with Burn? We can press that, I think. If, if she's trying to act like she's their new queen, I bet a whole lot of Skywings would be willing to reconsider their alliance. Fancy talk, said Viper, flicking her tail at him. Now let's see you, you actually do it. She shoved Squid away from the shadow of her wing, where he was trying to huddle. 
Flame rapped on the door before Starkey could think of another way to delay. All the noises inside abrupt stop, abruptly stopped. Stamping feet approached the door, and it was flung wide open. Starfight found himself facing a room full of sky rings. Most of them were clumped in small groups, eating or rolling prey, rooms and prey, bones, prey bones and a game of luck. Red, orange, gold scales gleamed in the firelight. Savage-looking spears leaned casually against the wall, and a map next to the fireplace showed the continent of Pyria, with an X where the outpost was located, and arrows showing possible attack routes from the Ice Kingdom. What in the... said the guard who answered the door. He trailed off, staring at them. The whole room, about 17 dragons, Starfleet estimated, turned to stare at as well. Starfleet could easily imagine how they looked. Five bedraggled dragonets, soaking wet and exhausted, and five different colors that were normally not seen together. One of the skywings inhaled sharply. It's them! He hissed. Can't be, said another. For some reason, Flame, Viper, Orchid all glanced at Starfight, but his powers of speech had abandoned him. All he could think of us was the cold spire where he'd been imprisoned by the Skywing Guards, just like these, like, just like these only a short time before. He wanted to cower behind the other's wings the way Squid was doing. Flame let out a small sort of fire and drew himself up as tall as he could get. It is us, he said, from the prophecy. The Dragonettes of Destiny, said one soldier in an awestruck voice. Wow, dragons actually call us that, Viper said. Lame. I hereby, I hereby forbid anyone to use that phrase again. Is that a roasted seagull? Or Orchard asked, shoving his way forward and pointing at a half-eating carcass on one of their tables. Is anyone going to finish that? Without waiting for an answer, he snatched up the bird and sank his teeth into it. Behind Starfight, Squid let out a small whimper. A few of the Skywing exchanged glances, looking a little more skeptical than they had a moment ago. Starfight could feel panic rising in his chest. He had to speak up. He had to be convincing, but his jaw felt like it was welted shut. Why are you here? asked one of the soldiers. After you escaped, why would you come back to here of all places? And what did you do to the sea wings? asked another. No attacks, no raids, no sign of them since we destroyed their summer palace. We know plenty of them must have survived. So where's the counterattack? Do you have Queen Scarlet? demanded the dragon leaning on the wall by the fire. What have you done with her? Flame waved his front talons as if none of these questions were important. We're here to tell you you were so... You're supporting the wrong sandwings, he tilted his head arrogantly. Burn isn't going to be queen. Like the puppy says, she's going to die. We've chosen Blister. The uproar was immediate. Several dragons sprang to their feet, knocking over the tables and scattering bones and ashes everywhere. How dare you! We're not taking orders from some puny dragonettes! We'll never let the sea wings win! One of the guards shoved flame hard in the chest. Traitor! The red dragonette stumbled back, stubbing on Starfight's claws. Blister killed my brother, roared another soldier. She will never be queen. Her fate is to die beneath my talons. We are the dragonettes from the prophecy, Viper yelled over the din. You have to listen to us. No, you're not, said the same authoritative voice Starfight had heard from outside. An orange dragon with a long scarred neck stepped forward, peering intently at the dragonettes. Starfight 
Starfight had a feeling he'd seen this Skywing before, probably in the Queen's Palace. The other Skywing, uh, the other Skywings quieted at the, as the soldier reached the reached around Starfire, seized Squid Ear and dragged him up to the middle of the room. Squid yelped with pain, flung his head, his wings over his head, and sat down, gibbering. This is not the sea wing we captured before," said the orange guard, con contemptuously. "You saw the mark she left on the guards she fought with, and I do mean she. Also, she was blue. This sniveling creature is no dragon of destiny." He looked around at the others, his eyes gleaming with suspicion. "I say we kill them. Perhaps we kill them all." "No," Starfight blurted. I, I, I am the Nightwing, the Queen held prisoner. I swear I am. Remember she had me fight scavengers, and the other Nightwing came and took me? He held his breath. Please believe me. The dragon breathed The dragon breathed a plume of smoke at him, then narrowed his eyes at or Orchid, who had moved on to gnawing a large leg bone he found on the floor. I suppose that could be the mud ring, he muttered, and we never saw the sand ring or the sky ring. He studied Flame and Viper. We assumed the Queen was holding them somewhere else in the palace in case they could be fixed, in case they could be fixed and allowed to rejoin us. His gaze stopped on Flame. But perhaps with the towns of peace will ruin any. Perhaps living with the towns of peace will ruin any dragon, even from the best of tribes. He jabbed Squid sharply with with his tail, and the small green dragon moaned unhappily. If you're the Nightwing from the palace, he said to Starfight, what happened to the Seaving who was with you before? She, she's, uh... Starfight felt hopelessly stupid. Why hadn't Mars here guessed this what hap might happen? Did he think this outpost was so remote that no, that no one from the palace would be here? But if he really wanted to replace Tsunami with Squid, he had to know someone would notice and object sooner or later. He knew he should act like Squid was the real proxy dragonet, especially if they all wanted to get out of this cave alive, but he couldn't bring himself to betray Tsunami, who, if you asked him, and all of Prairia was the dragon most lucky to fulfill a prophecy and save the world. He braced himself and looked the orange dragon in the eye. She's gathering an army. This was this was true. No need to mention that it was an army of Rainwings. We're going to end this war, he turned to the Skywing, Skywings in the cave. Soon you'll be able to go home to your family. Soon you will be safe. Soon there will be peace. He caught a look of longing on some of their faces. Even the fierce, bad-tempered Skywing tribe wanted a chance to live peacefully. He was sure of it. Was that a prophecy? One of the soldiers whispered to another. Starflight shook his head. It was a promise, he said. Viper let out a muffled, impatient snort. Starfight knew his, even his real friends got fed up the way he sounded like an epic scroll sometimes. But he couldn't help it. When he thought about prophecies and acting like a hero, that's how he thought they should all sound. But, but what about Blister, said the orange dragon. Have you really chosen her? Is she the next Skywing, Sandwing Queen? Several of the Skywings hissed, rattling their wings. Flame and Viper and Squid and even Orchard were, Orchard were watching Starfight now. He could guess that they were willing him to say the right thing here, to convince everyone that Blister was the choice of destiny, that she was going to win, and nobody could do anything about it. But he, 
remembered Blister's menacing stillness and the glint of evil in her eye. He remembered the way she manipulated the sea-winged queen, and remembered that she killed Kestrel and tried to kill Webbs, although there wasn't any good reason why. Oh. He glanced at the alternate dragons. If Blister wanted to pick and choose her dragonette's destiny, she needed the original guardians dead so they couldn't dispute her vision of history. His mind was racing. She knew about Glory when we met her. She even said she had Nightwing friends. She's conspiring with them. Which meant she was almost certainly part of the plan to assassinate Glory and Tsunami too. He quailed his ta tail. He couldn't make her the next queen of the same wing. He couldn't make her the next queen of the same wings. If his voice had any power, he couldn't let her use it. No, he, wince he said, wincing as his voice cracked. He sounded like a one-year-old dragonette pretending to be a queen. We haven't chosen anyone yet. So choose Burn, said one of the soldiers. Several others nodded. Burn is cruel, Starfight said. You know she is. She lives for war. Even if she wins, she won't stop killing and fighting. She'll probably turn on all of you and try to take your kingdom next. There was no uproar this time. Only shock silence. They may not have wanted to admit it, to themselves, but what he said was true. Burn was not a safe ally to have, and she'd be very, she'd be a very dangerous queen of the Samings. Yeah, Flame said half-heartedly. What he said. So was that the prophet? Was that a prophecy? The same soldier whispered. Let's take them back to the palace," said the orange dragon decisively. "We'll turn them over to Queen Ruby and let her decide." If they know anything about Queen Scarlet's whereabouts, she'll get it out of them. He lashed his tail. No, Starfight thought, backing toward the door. Back to the Skyring Palace, that would be even worse than staying with the Night Rings. Queen Scarlet had tried to make him fight to the death in her arena. He still had nightmares about scavengers with sharp weapons climbing his neck, determined to stab his eye out, of a horde of ice winds descending to destroy him, even though Marasir had taken him away before that happened in reality. But this wasn't a dream. The Skywing's claws were already reaching for him, were real, and his legs really were not moving. And he couldn't remember a single training move that might help him fight back, and he was about to be captured in prisons once more. And then the door burst open, and the Nightwings came blazing in.